USA Today, today, Thursday, Washington, D.C. is the fittest city in the United States. Third year in a row. Hmm. Let's see what's been going on there for three years. Minneapolis is next, then Denver. Many of the lowest-ranking metro areas uh, fell in the South and Midwest. Uh, Indianapolis came dead last on the ranking, followed by Oklahoma City and then Farmer City. Farmer City actually made a list. Least fit place, number fourth. You didn't laugh about that. Did you believe that? Uh, Farmer City? Let me tell you something. You take the 300 people that live in Farmer City and you put them on a diet, and, man, they could move. They could shoot up to first. It wouldn't be that hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, think about it. Numerically, just the fact that there's like eight people living here, you just get them all out there working out or something. And all kinds of things could happen. Or if they gain weight, consequently, they can make the last. It's just going to be easier to control that smaller group of people than it would be a larger group of people, right? Yeah. Right. Thanks. Thank you for that. It's good for input sometimes. Usually it's yeah or uh. But there's a reason for this. I'm not just saying this just to talk. I'm saying this because I've noticed that the campaign for mayor is on in Bloomington, and the Bloomington mayor, therefore, is campaigning for mayor. And his campaign for mayor revolves around what he calls economic development. And this is a term, and it's usually followed up with Great city, great living. He's got like a slogan. It's this weird kind of communist manifesto, manifesto type weird, good city, great living, or sustainable city, good living kind of thing. And because a lot of people come here to this program to translate things, and other people saying, what the hell is that? That means you pay and he has a great living. No, I don't know what it means. It means that... It means that the people in city government, and it's not just Bloomington either. It's not just normal either. The purpose is to redefine our lives around getting fit. Don't worry about what's, don't worry about the man in the woman's bathroom. Don't worry about the woman in the man's bathroom. Don't worry about the lawsuit that's going on against your small business because somebody called somebody an oriental in there. And you didn't know about it. Now you're losing your business because of it. Don't worry about that. Just go grab a bike from the bike shop owned by the mayor of normal. Because he's got to get a piece. And then hit the bike path. That's what, the, that's what the vision is. For the mayor of Bloomington. His vision of governing. Is to try to redefine your life. To make you more fit. And to tell you how to get to work. And to tell you what you ought to be doing every day. In how to get there. It's about a great city focused around what he thinks should be a good city. Like the downtown Bloomington thing. I've, I've exhausted on this program. I could care less at this point. You know how many threats I've had? People saying stuff. There's this tiny minority of very vocal people. And they've been at it for two years and I'm exhausted. Because I, I don't... I just don't care. I, I really don't, folks. I'm not going to say something that's in the, not in the best interest of the people, the taxpayers, people who pay for these things, just because a couple of people or whiny people are mad. I just don't care. And that's what the, the downtown, I'm not saying all downtown Bloomington people are like that. I'm not at all. There's a couple of them. 
I don't even I don't even know who it is. I don't care. I hear things hearsay. I usually goes in one ear and out the other. But this whole manufacturing this need around downtown Bloomington. Look, if you want to go to downtown Bloomington, that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. I happen to feel more comfortable in an urban setting, urban environment, because it's where I've lived most of my life. So the great irony here in all this is I'm probably the best friend of somebody who's in downtown Bloomington because I feel more uh, at home in downtown Bloomington than I do at a mini mall up on college and veterans. That's just, that's just who I am personally. But I'm, guess what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to go and try to get everybody at the mini mall to go and shop in downtown Bloomington because it doesn't matter to me. If you want to succeed in downtown Bloomington, you apply. So There's that cake place that does really well. What's that place called? Not Your Mama's or whatever. What's it, what's it called? You, do you know? Nacho's, not Your Mama's a food truck. Oh, uh, what's, the, what's the cake place that does really well in downtown Bloomington? It's like a it's like a bake shop or something. The a cupcake. Place does good. That coffee hound. They got well, that place. Yeah, that place too. Yeah, I mean, I if really you like that place. people go there, it's, you don't have to try to force people into an area, cage them into some area for to be successful. You just put good. You have good businesses. You encourage good business practice. You keep taxes low. You clean up the street outside. You you have some kind of organization out there. You spend money on things to beautify the downtown area instead of jamming a bike path in the middle of a highway. This is what, what he's trying to say economic development is. But at the core, it's about trying to tell you what to do. And so lip service to people in downtown Bloomington, again, I'm probably their best friend. This guy hasn't done anything for downtown Bloomington. Look at what this guy was mayor. What has he done for downtown Bloomington? It's the same place as it was when I got here. All they've done is try to is propose millions and millions and millions of dollars on bike paths, raise taxes on about a dozen things, and spend a lot more money than when the guy showed up. What does that do for anybody? But this is what Democrat governing is. It's just, and then go out there and talk about how great it is. Oh, yeah, things are really great. Oh, yeah, things are, hey, man, things are really cool. He went on some local station the other day, and the guy's like, hur, 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 hey, oh, things are really good, aren't they? They really are good. I mean, this is like watching some weird propaganda movie or something. Things are not, I mean, I'm not saying things are terrible, but I just, it hasn't hit yet. You can't put, it's, it's like if you went out and you maxed out all your credit cards tomorrow, you're going to have a really good month. I mean, you're going to have a fun time. You go on vacation, you go to Europe, you come back, you put a down payment on a car. You're driving around in a brand new Alfa Romeo Spider, whatever it is, you turns you on, and everything's great until they start asking for the bill. You don't pay the first bill, ah, whatever. Your second bill comes, ah, whatever. About eight months later, you get a summons in court. Hey, you, you know you owe forty thousand dollars, and you, well, what's the, what do you mean you owe forty thousand dollars? I'm enhancing my life, great sustainable life, because sustainable family. But that doesn't work, and you don't have anybody you can go raise taxes on. That's the stage we're in now. I saw something. Somebody sent something to me. They're justifying. They say, no, no, no. The property taxes have not gone up. You see, the rate actually went down in Bloomington. This is what I heard somebody say. Or they, I just remember reading it. I'm thinking, what the hell are these guys talking about? You're paying more money. Well, no, no. You're paying more money, sure. But the rate is, is actually lower. And you're supposed to feel really good about that. Oh, okay, well, that's great because I paid four thousand last year, and now I'm paying four thousand four hundred. 
but I should be I should be happy about that because the rates lower. Yeah, exactly. Oh wow. Well, they, hey, that's really great. Thanks a lot. I appreciate that. Maybe at the state level they can apply that. They can lower the rate, but just take more money. Maybe that's the next wave of Democrat governing. Maybe that's the next thing. And if they can get all the media to kind of get in on this, and they can write a story about taxes went down, and but yet on the form, you know, if you do your taxes, if if you do your taxes yourself, which I do. On the form, it said, you just say double the amount. Oh, yeah, well, you're now paying 4.2% income tax. Go ahead and double line 16 and pay that amount. And you're like, well, wait a minute, that's double 4.2%. Well, it is, but you're paying a lower percentage. Well, I'm actually paying 8.4% instead of 5.3. Well, it's not, not really, because the rate's actually 4.2. The rate's actually lower. So let's, let's not get misinformation out there. And then they start talking about the misinformation campaign. And then some hack lawyer from somewhere sues the guy. Hey, this, this guy can't spread misinformation. The rate's actually 4.2%. Well, you're having us double it. Yeah. <laughs> and still the rate's lower. I mean, what are you complaining about? And then they do an old moving right along thing. What being a mayor should be, what running a city should be, what governing should be, is making things as easy as possible for people to make their own decisions. The vision on the other side, the vision I've always thought should be in the city of Bloomington would be to free people from the cages, from the leadership of the mayor, whoever that is. Do what you want to do. If you want to get a tattoo on your forehead, go right ahead. Have fun. If you want to start a piercing uh, truck that drives around piercing people on the street corner. If you think you can make money, good luck. Knock yourself out. That's great. You want to go to downtown Bloomington? There's a lot of empty storefronts there. If there's something government can do to make that more attractive to people, government should be doing that. Maybe taking half the money for some jamming a bike path on some pseudo highway in the middle of farm country with a big cornfield on the left side taking half the money that would be allotted to jamming a bike path in there and instead planting some trees in the downtown Bloomington area and actually emptying the garbage and getting the homeless people out of there. They have no business there. Move them out. Or take care of them. Hell, if you took, if you, half the thing that was just passed the other day, if you took the, half that money, you could build a Trump Tower-like homeless Area where these guys could be homeless. See, they don't want home. See, that's the other thing. These guys don't want to be in a place. Some of these people just don't want to be inside. But that doesn't mean they can hang out in front of somebody's business either. Nashville does a great job. They have a, an ordinance that you can't sit for a while. The cops come up, get out of here. Go to Church Street in Nashville. I lived there a couple of years. It's real easy to do. You want to help the downtown Bloomington businesses? You don't just talk about downtown Bloomington. You actually do something about it. But if you want something done, you don't put a college professor in there to talk about, well, let's, uh, let's think about this. Uh, any questions? Okay, well, uh, tomorrow we'll go over a great city sustainable living. That's not governing. That's not getting anything done. That's not managing anything, except for your own ego. And it's not to be mean-spirited or anything. There's just there's nothing void of anything. It reminds me of the city of Bloomington's been run the last couple of years. The way that all the media jumps in, oh, hey, this is great. Hey, the mayor's here. Well, hey, what's going on with you? It's really good to see you. Is it really good to see him? I mean, do you know him that well? Do you guys hang out afterwards? 
It reminds me of when you go to the... I don't know who has it. Fist Bump is, is the resident supermarket expert here. What is the... You know the supermarket when you go to the, the sweet case yeah. and they have the sugarless treats? Yeah, I don't know why. They Where do they those. do that? Do they do it at Hy-Vee or Fresh Market? Um, Where do they do that? I don't know if uh, Hy-Vee has them or not. They're, I've seen them before a couple different places, though. I think almost every place has them now. See, that's what this feels like. That's what this administration in Bloomington feels like to me. Like you, see, And they look great, don't they? Don't they look good? Oh, yeah, they look good. You're like, and wow, that is great. And then you bite into it, and it's kind of like chewing on a sock right out of the, uh, right out of the dryer. Yeah. And you're just, what is going on? What am I eating here? Why do that? It's all just a, it's all just a joke. I mean, it's there's nothing, there's nothing, no substance. There's just talking in circles. It reminds me of uh, somebody in an abusive relationship. You go, oh yeah, hey, it's really great. Things are really, hey, things are really coming on track here. Things are really getting pulled together. How are they getting pulled? Together? Mitsubishi just pulled out of here. You just raised the sales tax on all the businesses here. Do you have any idea what it's like to run a business here? Well, no, I'm a college professor, but. Boy, uh, if I were a business owner, I'd like the fact that the sales tax went up. Okay. And then the bike shop owner guy, I mean, well, yeah, sure, sales tax went up, but uh, first of all, everybody knows my bike shop, and uh, second of all, we're building a bunch of bike paths, so what else are they going to do? Because there's no bike shops in any of these towns around here. You ought to put a bike store in, like, El Paso, big bike, a bike, whatever, I don't know, cheaper bikes, Emporium. <laughs> Something. See, I kind of like to say, watch the sales tax come down. Then it's crazy. And for the next couple of months, we're going to have to watch this. And I, I don't know. I, I just don't. I just can't sit there and just watch this. This mayor just makes just just go in and just make up the create paint this picture that everything's great because he was on. Uh, I don't know, some blog as being a sustainable city or something. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And it hasn't even hit yet. I mean, the bad stuff hasn't even hit yet. The spending hasn't, you know, the credit card bills haven't even come in. It takes a good year or two for it to catch up to you as a person, maybe even longer. As a government, it takes a lot longer. It's like going on on a Friday night. It's going to hit. It's not the way to run a city.